I used to be such a bored Christian. I knew the answers, I knew everything, but yet there was, I wanted more. And today's title is On Fire for God. I am now, once I got to know more about God and that Jesus is alive today, he's inside of us, and there is so much more. Remember that section in the Bible that he said, you're gonna do more than I have done? Well, today I have an incredible guest, Anita Rubio. She's from the Star of David in um, Modesto. And if you hear her story, you would say, losers, never gonna get there, ends up in prison, given up on life, let's go to the next chapter. But that is not God's story because he was just starting. She's an incredible life and that life I wanna share with you today so you too can see there is hope for you, there is love for you, there is truth for you, and there are answers. Welcome to our show, Anita. Thank you for having me. So you were raised, and there were eight of you, Yes. and you were pretty much in charge of them at the age of 12? Yes. Yeah. What happened? Well, um, large family, mm -hmm. and my mother decided she needed to go to work to help my dad provide for the family. And so being the oldest female, um, I was expected to watch my siblings, which at that time were ages two to 10. Oh my, I used 10, to have a child care with 14 children and not all kids always do what they're supposed no, to do. they don't. That's a big responsibility, especially when you're the sibling. Right, and so my mom worked swing shift, so she didn't get home till after midnight and you know, my dad, you know. He wasn't there? He'd come home from work, have dinner and head out with the buddies. Oh, get no. home right before mom. So I was left to to feed them, bathe them, everything. Everything. Yeah. You're 12 years yeah. old. You couldn't play with girlfriends. No. Were you able to go to school? I did go to school. I, I think I had just turned 13. Um, so I was in seventh grade. So I'd come home. My mom would see me at the corner, turn the corner, coming from school, wave, honk and take off in the other direction and I was at home. What a huge responsibility of your mom. I wonder if she got sick, we'd be, be, be dealing with all this stuff, working through all this, you know? Uh, you know what? Um, my mom was a hard worker. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, she was and just wanted the best for us. You know, as you get older, you start to realize the sacrifices that your parents made. Huge, yes. Huge and painful sometimes. Yes. So if I was you and I would have to take care of all my siblings, tears in my eyes because I could not see what the other kids, right. my friends could be doing and I could not be part of that, I would party, I would run. Yeah, I, I did would all that. run. I did. So what did that look like for you? For me, it was drugs. Um, I think it was in the eighth grade when I started using drugs. Wow. So they were barbiturates, so they're downers. And um, I remember one particular time, um, taking too many and here I am I think I'm in the eighth grade and um, I passed out in the front yard and my sister and uh, one of our neighbors helped me in the house and I remember my sister Linda um, putting water on me I'm in the bathroom I can't even stand up and um, I, I guess I passed out because the next person uh, trying to wake me up is my dad with a cold washcloth and I remember thinking, oh my God, busted. I better yeah. come up with something quick. Oh yeah, I had a really bad headache, Dad, and I think I took too many aspirin. 
So, um, and they believed you? He did believe it. Because the black around your eyes, that movie, an overdose, you don't look so pretty. Yeah, you know? I was out, but uh, my parents were naive. Okay, yeah, they were. Yes, they were. They as were. most of us have been. Yes. Really, I've been there myself. So I get it. Yeah, so I'm here ready. you are. Was that the wake up call when my husband overdosed once? That was the last time he touched drugs. No. But not for you. No, because I didn't see it as an overdose. So. You know, when you're young, you're naive. I just wanted to have fun. And so that's what I did for fun. All my friends were partying and getting high and we're young. You know, we're going, we're, we're taking off with 20 year olds and we're 14, 15 years old. And we're, wow. you know, we're taking off to Santa Cruz. I'd like to my parents. I was the kid that would uh, tell my parents we're gonna go for a sleepover, have my dad drive me to somebody's house, random house get off, knock on the door, let them open it, turn around and wave, like, hey, I'm here, I'm going in. Oh yeah, I was, yeah. Oh, you were bad. I was, yeah. <laughs> but yet it was your escape, it was your it way was, around it. It was, it was. Now usually at first things have to get worse before they get better. What's the, the age that you actually moved out? I was 18. I you was got 18. married? Was that the no, escape? No, I actually did not get married. Um, I actually moved in with my boyfriend and I, during that time, that was totally uh, no, no. unacceptable. Um, but my mom said, hey, if you don't come home tonight, at a decent hour, basically, um, when you get here, grab all your stuff, stuff and, go. and go. So I, that's what I did. Wow. I did. So we did end up getting married and uh, divorced two years later. Sounds like it was a bad, bad. It, it was. It was really bad. It was, uh, yeah, it was abusive, verbally abusive. Um, he was a party. I always went out. I was always at home with my daughter. So this was your wake-up call that you're like, yay, no. Because your mom prayed with you, right? Yes. She, as she a connected child. with you. She taught you about she Jesus. Did. But it was still a traumatic experience at home. It was. It was because I was had so much responsibility at that time. But God is faithful. He always is, and yeah. he will not leave you, especially yeah. with a praying mom. Yes. That's not going to stop. And I want you to know that about now. You might be dealing with issues and situations in your life that are just tough. And the best way is to numb it, it seems like, and just to do a quick fix. But after the numbing is done, mm -hmm. reality sets in, and I just want you to know that God has created you for more, God loves you for more, and God has a plan for your life. And as we come back, you'll start seeing as well that you know, God's not gonna leave you there, and you're gonna have a choice. Am I gonna choose the good, or do you choose what seems to be the comfortable that moment? If we would love to pray with you, 855-515-5550, or go to our website, barktv.org and get back for this next segment because you'll see what God did to put Anita on fire. Bark TV, the stories we bring, the problems we show, the solutions we present are real. They are raw and they are authentic. The stories we share are with real people. Are you struggling or do you know someone that has problems? We want you to know that you are not alone. Many can relate. Are you afraid? God wants to give you peace. Do you feel unloved? Know that God loves you. God wants to give you love, peace, joy, and hope. 
It's all about the real deal. Barb TV wants to share with you its resources, answers, and hope. It is time to not live in a mediocre life, but for you to step into your full potential. God has great plans for you. We have great answers, resources, and hope. BarbTV.org or 855-515-5550. Remember standing in front of the refrigerator and opening up the refrigerator about to against once create my secret recipe to just make myself so sick again that I would have so much diarrhea again as a bulimic and just again take control over the situation. Even if the doctors had told me I had only, I had, only had one year to live, it wasn't the answer. No, it was all a lie. And I remember so specifically that's the moment. I heard an audible voice say, you don't want to do this, call Mary. And I argued with Holy Spirit that moment. But I can tell you, that day was the very first day things started turning around. And my friend, that is what God wants for you. It doesn't matter where you're at or what's going on. God is excited about you. And with me right now is Anita Rubio, who went through so much. But there was that moment that she cried out and things turned around. So, Anita, here you are. Yes. Family, nobody wants you anymore. Yeah. You go further than you ever went before, yes. I imagine. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, so I'm on drugs. So I have a cocaine habit. I'm a, by the way, I'm a working drug addict, okay? I had a job. And I drank excessively. And I thought, and I, and I didn't want to party with anybody at that point because... That would mean I'd have to share my stuff. Okay? <laughs> and I did not want to share it. So you I see, those are things that don't even yeah, occur to me. I know. So um, one day I'm at my mom's, and um, I'm looking out the, her, um, out the window, and I'm just I'm beside myself, and I'm thinking, I cannot live like this. And I'm only 25. And the morning mirror probably showed. Oh, my God. I was a mess. Okay. I'd, I'd fall asleep with, with my lines made out under the bed. So as soon as I pulled them out, I could, I could get right to it. Um, but that day, I looked out the window, and I just said, you know what? God, I believe you're real. I believe you created the earth in seven days. And I... I want to know you. I cried out. It was a heart cry. It wasn't for long, but I said, if you show me how to serve you, I will serve you for the rest of my life. Okay, so here we go. Fast forward. 30 days later, I meet my husband at a nightclub that we both worked at. Okay, but that, that was his second job. Wait a minute. Yeah. If you try to change your life and you keep being at the nightclub, yeah, that almost is not so going to work. Fun. It didn't. <laughs> it okay. didn't until I met this this, this man uh, uh -huh. who I had seen, and it's so funny because he comes up to me and um, I'm working and he introduces himself like, do you know who I am? I'm like, yeah. Oh, great. Right. Yeah, really? Right? I'm like, okay. like you oh, get that. yeah. So he introduces himself and I'm like, yeah, he's not going to know who I am. <laughs> and, uh, and he asked me for my number. I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> so I go, I I'm talking to one of the girls that uh, works there, and she goes, who are you, who are you talking to? I'm talking to somebody named Ramon or something. And she goes, uh, I go, it's asking for my number. I'm like, yeah, no. And she's, she laughed, and she said, Anita, 
out of all the men that come into this place, Ramon Rubio's number is the one you want to get. You want to get your number. Wow. So I wrote it down and ran after him, Ramon. <laughs> and the rest is history. This sounds yeah. funny. <laughs> the rest is history. We've been married 37, 38 years. So, but but now, since was Ramon doing the same stuff no, you were doing? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. What was going on? He was, that was his second job, so he was moonlighting, making extra money. Um, and uh, the first, I finally went, went to, I let him take me home. We stayed up in front of my parents' house all night talking about God. Wow. He was, he was talking about him like he knew him. Wow. Not just on paper. No, but like personally. And the first place he ever took, bought me was a Bible. And the first place he ever took me was to a Victory Outreach play where I got saved. And um, 10 months later, we were married. Wow. Yes. 10 minutes? 10 months. Oh, 10 months. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, did I miss something? Yeah, you did. Wow. Now, <laughs> when months. you went back to your job at that, did things change? Or did everything still, um, did you keep working at the, at the nightclub? No. Uh, no. Um, he started saying, you know, well, you got saved now, so you know you can't be doing drugs or anything. I'm like, yeah, nobody told me that part. <laughs> no one told me that. <laughs> and so what he did is, I'd bug him, let's go. So one day we went. He goes, okay, we're, I'm gonna let you. We're gonna go to the club, and I'm gonna take you. He goes, but before we do, we're gonna pray. Oh boy, so, you're gonna get it, girl. Yeah, I did. I got it. So we go into the club, and now this time I start to see things I didn't see before. I saw the men's. Tan, where the wedding band had been removed. Uh, Never saw that before. Wow. Yeah, I started to see. You started to see truth. I started to see truth. And, um, you know, and he had said, okay, we're going to go, but no drinking. And I was like, no, it's not going to happen. Of course I'm going to drink. So I'm drinking, um, and I felt a shoulder grab me, and I thought it was him. And I thought, shit, this is it. And I turned around, there's nobody there. And, um, and I knew it was the Lord. As young as I was. Oh, you know when it's God. Uh, you knew, know that you and know. I knew it was him because my mother was born again. And when I was five years old, she taught me how to pray. And she said, it's just like talking to your friend. So at a very young age, I had started to hear the voice of God. But with all the stuff that had come in between, I just shut Let him out. Go. What happened that moment? It must have been. It was. I actually went. Busted. And, I actually went and found him and said, you know what? Let's go. I don't belong here any longer. I'm never going back here. Wow. But you had a heart for the people. I, I did. Now you know. Yes. And they don't. Yes. And you have no clue how to reach yes. them. Yes. Yes. And I'm still a drug addict. And I'm still using. Have a remarkable dream where the Holy Spirit comes in and there's this huge light in my dream and I'm, I'm like, where am I? And I just heard the Lord's voice because I knew his voice. I want to stop you right there. Wow, can you imagine? You are want to get free at this point. And I remember me, I wanted to be free, but I did not know yes. how. And the exciting part in that is that when you ask yes. and you cry out to God, guaranteed, He's going to answer. There is so much more to this, so you want to hear this. But right now, I encourage you, if you want prayer, 855-515-5550, or go to our website, barbtv.org. And know this, if you want help and you cry out, God's going to show you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
that you have. Satan wants to steal, kill, and destroy your life, but Jesus wants to give you the abundant life. How do we do that? We have guests with stories, and God wants to do the stories again in your life. He wants to change your life, He wants to improve your life, and He wants you to have all the benefits. All of a sudden, I'm just surrounded by this bright light. I can't see anything. I just see light everywhere. And I'm thinking, what is this? And I heard father say, daughter. And I said, what is that, you? And he said, it is I have heard your cries. And when you wake up in the morning, you will no longer um, desire any substance at all. So I woke up completely delivered and set free from any substance abuse. That is crazy. It was crazy. I had to go, in my case, two years before I was set free from my addiction. It took me two years. God did not heal me instantly because I was not ready here. Yes. But you were. Apparently I was. Were there withdrawals and that you had nothing. to do? Nothing. No. Are you kidding no me? No withdrawal effects, nothing. That's miraculous. It was miraculous. Wow. And I needed that. You know, when I was working on the show, I asked God to give me a scripture. And, and this is what, what I got. And it's right out of Matthew uh, chapter 9. And it said, Jesus got into the boat and returned to what was considered his hometown, Capernaum. Just then some people brought a paralegic, paralegic man to him lying on a sleeping mat. When Jesus perceived the strong faith within their hearts is what you had, even if you were naive about it, he said to the paralyzed man, my son, be encouraged yes. for your sins have been forgiven. Yes. And then there is the people around that say, no, you don't deserve that, right? right? And a little further down, starting at verse 5, it says, which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk. But now to convince you that the Son of Man has been given authority to forgive sins, I say to this man, stand up, pick your mat, and walk home. And immediately the man sprang up to his feet and left for home. Mm -hmm. Did you immediately spring up? <clears throat> Did you jump? I, you know, I was just overwhelmed. I could not believe that. And then, you know, you start telling people and You're pinching it. yourself, like, you is this real? People, but, um... Prior to that, when he bought the Bible, I, I lived in it for the first year. Um, it was a good news. It was easy to read. And I, I prayed. I mean, I read it every single day. I was engulfed in it. I was mesmerized by the scriptures that eventually transformed my entire life. Wow. Yeah. God gave you a hunger for his word. He did. So what is it that you do today? Because when you're touched like that, you're going to go for it. Yeah, you're just going to go for it. You know, 
we got saved, and I, we immediately went into ministry. So my first ministry was just uh, refreshments and cookies. But we have literally been involved in ministry since the day we got saved. I mean, that's Jesus' style. It's totally him. Because they're not yeah. making you go through school five years no. so you can do this or that. No. 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 So we immediately got into it. We immediately um, started helping people. And then uh, my brother-in-law, who won't be here, um, got out of prison, started a ministry, and we are now the senior pastors of Starve David in Modesto. Um, recently just uh, got opened a new building. We're still renovating. It's called The Hub, where we're going to offer multiple resources to families in need, hurting families, addicted families, families that are torn apart right now. That's what we do. And on the flip side of that, I'm also the uh, operations manager for the firehouse, my brother-in-law again. And um, we work with um, gang youth. So we have a multi That sounds unit. tough. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I'm on the administrative side of that, but I've been working with uh, Dr. Lar for over 25 years. So I've had guns pulled out on me. I've been chased. Um, and you keep going I back. keep going. I mean, I, I can't get into the case because it was, it was known all over, actually, the United States. Um, oh, wow. But it's been a journey, and God has been there for us every step of the way. I've trusted him. I trust him. And, you know, as a child, I used to tell my mom I wanted to be a psychiatrist because that's the only thing I knew that helped people. You see, I've heard that so often with children that go through trauma and traumatized lives, they all want to be the psychologist. Yeah. I've heard it over and over and again. And so um, <coughs> that's what I do. We do social work. We work with yeah. at-risk youth. We work with them on campus. We work with them in the streets. And we experience transformation in their lives. And it's there's nothing that compares. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so, so we're witnessing multiple families being transformed by an amazing power of an amazing God. And nothing brings us more pleasure or, I mean, passion. And so I've got um, all my daughters are involved in ministry with us. That's so fantastic. It's amazing. That is because children are a blessing. Yes. They're not a minus, they're a no. plus. And my grandchildren are all involved, so we're all, we're a ministry family. We do everything together ministry-wise. And um, they're, they're coming in on, on a new, as the new generation. So I've got my daughters in their 30s. I have one that's in her 40s, and then my grandkids. Wow. That, that sounds great. I want to get back a little bit. So there are listeners right now that see where you're at and have no clue how to get there. So what would you be, your advice be to them right now? My advice is those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Cry out. Lord, I know I'm a mess. That's what I did. I know I, I don't deserve your love or your grace or your mercy, but I'm available. And if you will show me how to get to you, I'll get, find me. Because we're the ones that are lost. And what I love about God is if you cry out in all sincerity, he'll come and he'll get you. He'll get you from your dark place. He, he's a treasure hunter. He comes and he finds and he digs out the gold in you. Yes, you have gold in you. You have hidden treasure in you that's been untapped. Maybe it's a dream when you were a child that you wished, oh, when I get big, I want to do this. Or when I get older, 
I want to do that. That's the dream. That I believe that those little heartfelt dreams we have as a child are the beginning of the passion that God's placed in each and every one of us. Right, right. To become a reality. Because I believe the desires we have, he placed He placed that in me years ago as a child. I believe that. Yes. And I want to tell you that right now, too. If you want to get to know this Jesus that mm. is on your side, yes. that believes in you and that mm. wants to help you, it's as easy as to ask him to come into your heart. That's it. Believe that he died on that cross for you and rose from the dead to give you eternal life. But much more than that, confess your sins, and he wants to use you because you are created for more. You are created for today, and he has this great book written about you of the great plans he has for that. And guess what? I hear that person thinking right now. I can see you thinking right now. That's not for me. I, I, I'm not good enough. That is a lie from hell. Yeah. So don't fall for that. We would love to pray with you, 855-515-5550, or go to our website, bartv.org. So, Anita, if somebody would like to get a hold of you or connect with you, what is the best website where they can find you? It's uh, great. It's starvedavidmodesto.org. Okay, and it's going to be also, of course, on the screen so yes. people can see that okay, clearly. Yeah. And also on Facebook. We're also on so Facebook, Starve David Community Church. And what I'm seeing, if there was hope for me, if there is hope for yes. you, there's hope for anybody. Yes, Anita, absolutely. thank you so much for being on the show with thank us today. Thank you for having me. I just want to let you know, I am like, I can see fire of God combined with tears and joy right in Anita's life. And that, my friend, is what God wants to do for you. All you have to do is say yes and ask, show me. And he will. It might not be the way you expect it, but it might be so much better. When I put cookies in the oven, they look like a mesh. But when they come out, they are good. And God's even bigger than that. Call us, 855-515-5550, and know this. God has created you to be a champion. He has created you for more, and he loves you, and so do I. Have a great day. We have all been in areas that we hear that small voice say to us, should you really be doing that? I don't think so. And right when we're getting ready to do something that we're involved in, it just didn't look right. I would hear that voice, and I knew that it was him through the voice. And I knew that I would get a feeling over me like, you can't do this. It's and crazy. This is what's going on. And this guy literally slides in front of me with a shotgun. And no closer to being you're looking at each other. And he just basically said, that's what I said, Lord, oof. Wow. He said, save me.